What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Playing Rotation Podcast. It's your host, CJ Longboy, joined with Ryan Eisendrath, Jack Calhoun, and Scott Jackson. Uh, today, we're going to be covering week nine of the NFL, along with the Studs and Duds segment, our second ever one. Briefly recap our favorite college football teams and how they did this weekend. So I'm excited. Guys, how are we feeling today? Fantastic. Feeling good, good, man. It's Monday. <laughs> You already know what I'm gonna say. Ryan sound Ryan's sounding like uh, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard over there. <laughs> Scott, let me let me say it for you. Go ahead. The Steelers are eight and zero. That wasn't very enthusiastic, <laughs> TJ. Not, Come on, TJ. My, my my passion for the Steelers doesn't run as deep as Scott's, but go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you finish it off. Hey y'all, we undefeated. <laughs> we eight and zero. This is the best start in Steelers history. All right, guys. Uh, so I think a lot more people know we have a podcast now. I put it out on my Instagram story. At least, I know, 300 people at least saw it. So, you know, we kind of – we're local. You know, we're getting the word out there. We're getting better. So it's a process. How do you guys feel, you know, where we're at eight episodes? I think it's our, eight, our eighth episode. How do you guys feel, you know, we've made it this far? I like that term. We local, <laughs> we local. I was gonna say, I was gonna we say local. we global. I was gonna say we global, but not quite. We haven't made it out of Irvine yet, but you know, we glo- we local. No, we we made it out of Irvine because we got we got people around around the U.S. U.S. Okay. listening in. Yeah, all right, so. that's good. We uh, we're local as far we, as we national. national. We uh, we, we national. national. There you go. Yeah. We county wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. You guys probably have some guys from Oregon, but. You know, I'm pretty happy with where we're at. Uh, you know, we're getting better at this, more comfortable. It's becoming a routine. You know, people know we have a podcast now, so no backing, no backing out at this point. Yeah. So, uh, all right, so uh, let's get into our studs and duds for the week. Uh, as I mentioned before, the studs and duds are the winners and losers in sports and off the field. Um, so it's a very fun segment. We'll get into it. We'll all share. One sports stud and dud and one non-sports stud and dud. So I'll start. Uh, my sports stud and dud for this week is USC wide receiver Drake London. He is a beast. Uh, first of all, he's got one of the coolest names I've ever heard. Drake London. It's pretty pretty cool name. Uh, six foot four receiver from USC. Uh, he had eight catches for like 125 yards in the game-winning touchdown in their win against Arizona state. Um, you know, the kid's a stud, you know, you can see he really came along last year for USC and um, this year he looks like he made an, he took another leap. So I'm really, uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do. You know, USC's offense really struggled last on Saturday, but you know, Drake was uh, always available. So really happy what he can do. Uh, my dud of the week uh, is the Notre Dame student, section i guess you could say the notre dame student section for uh i'm listen i'm not taking anything away from notre dame's victory over over clemson because that's they play great you know they're legit great win you know they bounced back from that playoff loss a few years ago but uh the whole uh campus of notre dame probably has covid now uh the whole city of (laughs) south bend probably has covid now so you know uh, that's a big l uh that's just you know that's just just my thoughts what do you guys think about my my no, that's, and a, that's, a, that's a really good dud. I was watching that live and I was like, what the hell is going on? I was like, crazy. It's crazy how like, you know, in March we were all fearing of COVID and now we're just like, 
Ah, it is whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Can't stop him now. Um, yeah, it was crazy. LeBron James was even tuning in. You know, somebody was like, "What if they can't play next week because the whole team has COVID?" Chase Claypool was like, "It was worth it." So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm they so were hyped. You know, man. I'm surprised they let him. Honestly, Dude, you cannot stop. You cannot stop. Yeah, but usually, a bunch usually of they, they won't let you. Like, bro, I was. I mean, earlier in the game, I was talking to Avalon, and I was like, I'm surprised that the student section is even like they're all standing like right side by side, shoulder by shoulder. I'm surprised there weren't more like regulations like in the stadium, you know? I think that oh, I think there were like week one and two. They probably like you should have seen uh you should have seen Kansas State Stadium, bro. They said like that whole stadium was packed. <laughs> the whole state of Kansas was packed in that stadium. Um, you know, these regulations are kind of loose now. Um, yeah. yeah, you won't see it in California. You won't see it in New York, but um, in Kansas and South Bend, Indiana, you'll see it. <laughs> but um, you know. Ryan, go ahead. Let's go. Let's hear your start, your, your studs and duds for the week. Yeah, my uh, my dud of the week is the Bears' offense. Um, I don't even think pathetic can describe a word. Can you describe it? Um, honestly, like it's it's really that bad. Um, they've regressed since Mitch Trubisky has been taken out uh, of the starting role. They have less points per game, less yards per game, um, and honestly, it just you know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I disagree. We, we'll get into it in a little bit, uh, but the Bears offense. Um, in my start of the week, the Oregon Ducks, 1-0, looking good against Stanford. Uh, shout out Tyler oh, Ducks. This man looks like the real deal, um, and he looks like he's going to be able to fill uh, Justin Herbert's shoes pretty, pretty nicely as time goes on. So, yeah. I think – Okay, in, with, in regards to your dud, how many losses is that in a row now for the Bears? Is that three? That's three, yeah. That's four. That's Sheesh. three losses in a row and four under uh, Nick Foles. Now, mind you, that's all four losses under Nick Foles. I yeah, I've heard like they're going to lose. Totally I've heard good. this rumor that Trubisky's going to start again. Is that oh, no. he could? Just, dude, they, all the analysts are just trying to create a stir because – they're, I mean, the Bears were three and zero under Trubisky, and they're two and four under Nick Foles. And the offense has gotten worse under Nick Foles, like less yards per game, less uh, points per game, like the whole deal. And so, yeah. uh, you know, whether that falls on Matt Nagy or not, supposedly there's a rumor that Matt Nagy might finally give up play calling, but he's not going to tell yeah. anybody. Uh, I mean, please, if there's if, if there's anything that he can do, it'd be that. But um, I've heard uh, also in regards to your stud. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. I think Shao, Shug, whatever. Shuck. 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 Okay. Because that's that's Come English. Because <laughs> that's English. Uh I think he's gonna be better than Herbert. I mean, he he made some pretty like impressive throws, man. You're just a Herbert hater. No, I'm not. I'm not kind of crazy. No, I like Shook a lot. I, I do like making, he was throwing some dots out there. Uh, he's mobile. A lot not a lot of people know about him too, so you know, I think he's going to be, you know, it's not a disrespect to Herbert. That's actually like a, you know, he could be really, really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Oregon looks good though. They were also my stud. And I was actually going to bring up Shut because he had a really good game. And I was surprised. I didn't think he was that mobile. He had 85 rushing yards and then he had the rushing TD. So I was surprised by that. But Oregon Oregon looked really good. Noah Sewell, Panay's little brother, was a monster. He got a lot of uh, snaps 
a big one, Justin Flo, did barely play. I was uh, waiting to see him in his debut, but didn't see much. And my dud, ASU losing by one to USC. That game was so disappointing. I was rooting for ASU so much. I wanted them to win. I wanted to see them pull it out. But, damn, USC figured it figured a way. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I got a lot of thoughts on that game for sure. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, Oregon looks good. Um, you know, they just got to get past Washington, you know, in the middle of, in the middle of their schedule. That's and US, USC, Pat, USC uh, got over their big hurdle, ASU, so. I think it's only destiny that USC and, and Oregon meet up in the in the chip. Jack, all right, troll. Let's hear it. Well, part of my well, part of my duds was going to be ASU as well. That was extremely, extremely disappointing to say the least. Um, especially after all the trash I was talking to only watch them watch them end up giving it away. But uh, another dud that I'll change to, so it's different from Scott's. Tom Brady. Oh my uh, lord! Yeah, geez, Louise, three interceptions. That is, that's something that I've honestly like seen from him, like in uh, the past years. Is the fact that I think you know he's slowly starting to go downhill. He's starting to be less accurate. He has his moments in where he shines, but when he's down, man, it looks really bad. But uh, you know, oh well, take a loss, you know. I think they've gotten blown. What are they? They got blown out by New Orleans the first game they played them too, right? Uh, not blown out, not this bad, but not they lost. But, yeah. but he definitely didn't have a good game against New Orleans the mm-hmm. first time around either. I don't think. But so maybe uh, that's his kryptonite now. Um, and then as far as the stud goes, I think I'll have to go with Carolina. I'll go more specific into McCaffrey having a solid game back. You know, got me forty fantasy points, so I'm I'm happy with that. I know uh, Tom Brady costed a lot of people some fantasy uh, fantasy wins, a.k.a. me. So i um, not happy right now. We'll talk more about that later. But So now on the off-the-field off studs. My off-the-field stud is um, the PlayStation 5 is dropping this week. So if you ever pre-ordered that, you're a winner. You know, a lot of people are going to be coming to your houses. Uh, <laughs> me, I'm not one of those guys, but... Uh, Congratulations to you. Hope you enjoy it. Let us know how it goes. And I spend um, five hundred bucks on a console right now. Isn't it like seven hundred dollars? I heard. Uh, I heard five ninety nine. I think he's right in the middle. Okay, okay. I heard somebody say cheaper, but do you guys plan on getting it? Not for a little while. Yeah, definitely, definitely on my wish list at some point though. So you know, you're making it up, Jack. You're not doing Xbox anymore. You're gonna be doing it. Uh, you're gonna be doing. No, like, I mean. I- well, I, I normally just go where my friends go, to be honest, because I'm normally one of the last people to get a console. So, bandwagon. Can you uh <laughs> can you still play with people who have if you have a PS4, can you play with people who have a PS5? Like on COD or Fortnite or whatever? I doubt it. I think party might work the same, but I doubt it. I don't know too much about it. But um congrats to you if you have that. My dud of the week though, uh those people who hate cold weather, like me. Um, you know, freezing my ass off in my house right now. Um, Bro, it's like you've lived in California your whole life. Oh, also, 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 I just don't like it. I don't like this sweater weather. I'm one of those guys. You know, my brothers and my family's all like, "Oh, I love like this well, this type of weather." Dude, I'm out here dying. I can't breathe. Like when the weather changes too fast, 
I like I have a hard time breathing. <laughs> like it just yeah, happens so fast. Like, true Southern California boy right there. Yeah, I'm a sixty eight and he's bro, it's not even it, oh, and then the, the three of us have been out of the state and into colder areas. So we know what it's like. I've been here. It was just I don't know, maybe I'm a maybe I'm a wuss. I don't know. You kind of are. I don't know. My body, my body just cannot tolerate this weather change. This quick weather Bro, change. It's Oregon weather. I wake yeah. up from about seven thirty in the morning. It'd be like thirty-five degrees outside. It snowed in Flagstaff yesterday, so I missed out on yeah. that. That's yeah, it rained cool. in Irvine this weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> just play. And, and, and when we say rain, was it Scott? Let me hear it. Was it rain or was it like three drops in uh, Irvine? No, it was, it was raining. It was okay. 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 No, Ryan, we down. actually had a little bit of hail. Really? We had hail. We had, little, we had little, little, tiny pieces of hail. Very small, but one, at like middle of the afternoon, we got like a heavy pour down, and the wind started kicking up pretty hard. And so it it came down. It was like little, tiny pieces, not very big, nothing to like, you know, hurt anybody or put dents in cars. Obviously, we'll never get that down here in Southern California. But um, it was, you know, you could see it floating in the water. Okay. So yeah, it was pretty sick. So but other than that, you know, nothing crazy uh, cj you, you said you said you're stud and dud right yep so ryan go ahead uh so going off of that my stud was actually the cold weather up here uh seasons are changing i woke up this morning scott it was 48 degrees oh it was beautiful it was cold it was crispy Chris, it was, I uh, love it was it was good man it, it's a nice change i think the high today was like 54 or something like that in the 50s so uh it was it was a nice change i Unlike CJ, like the cold, um, or at least I like I like seasons. Uh, the seasons changing, um, so it was it was nice because it's what like the middle of November and we're finally getting it. So um, that's my stud. My dud is I cut my thumb pretty bad yesterday. Uh, oh, sheesh! It hurts a lot actually. Um, but you know, this what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, it's so embarrassing uh honestly because it's been so cold up here so my my washer and dryer is like out it's like outdoors technically but it's like under a shed it's like right i don't know it's like touching my like my wall just on the outside mm-hmm. and i went to pull the uh the dryer handle and i think because it was I, I don't know if this is possible but like literally i like went to pull it and it snapped in half and it like the plastic just like went ah. but uh I don't know if that's possible because it was cold or maybe it was just it's pretty. I don't know. You're just swole, bro. But uh, I don't. I, I, don't <laughs> it's not, I, I, haven't, I haven't hit the gym that much uh, in a while. But uh, yeah, that's that's my dud for the week. Damn, we'll get better. Heal up. You gotta, <laughs> you know, you got work to do this week. So uh. yeah, dude, you know, slinging Milwaukee around everywhere. <laughs> Scotty. All right. So my stud of the week. Which could be a dud, but for me, I was kind of happy about it. So last week we talked about how I started my new job, Woodbridge mm-hmm. football team, and today we were supposed to have our first practice, um, some walkthroughs, nothing crazy. So I show up at one forty-five like I'm supposed to, and I look at the field and there's like ten people there, and I was like, "What the hell?" And Craver comes over to me and's like. Yeah, so I guess I forgot to send a, a reminder out to everybody, so no one, no one showed up. <laughs> so I was like, "All right then, see bro, you tomorrow." <laughs> bro, kid, kid, kids aren't showing up to practice. They're told and they're not showing up to practice anymore. They need to be reminded all the time. 
Yep. Yeah, what is that? I would have died back in the day, bro. Gibson said that's that shit once, now. and if you weren't there, you were benched. <laughs> Man. You got to hold their hands now. It's crazy. It's crazy. season start for high their school? Their first game is in exactly two months. So, or it's like, I think it's the 8th, January, January 8th. Yeah, January 8th. And look, listen, listen, listen. This is what I've heard, right? You guys – or football at least, you guys can't even throw the football around, and you guys can't even hit anybody, and you guys have a season in two months. So the district has told us, has basically listed all these guidelines for us, but our principal is like, doesn't want to do them because he doesn't want to, I don't know, it's hard to explain. He he doesn't want to like go by the district guidelines because he doesn't want to lose his job. So we're under like very like strict rules right now, but we're allowed to have like rubber balls instead of like actual footballs, and you have to like sanitize them. You have to like pair up with someone so it's the same QB, same receiver, and it's just like a mess right now. So, wait, why would he lose his job? I don't know, bro. All right, Jack. Well, for as far as studs go, I guess um, I found a new band that I like um, called Revolution. Um, kind of like really chill laid back you know music nothing like too fancy almost kind of like stoner music if you will oh, <laughs> but, jack, um, jack surf vibe it's catching up to him yeah it really is it's pretty dank so that's my that's my stud honestly though no really duds this week good it's it's a good it's a good week it's a good week so jack's out here winning to about. No, nothing to complain about you see it no Zip. I'd love to see it. That's good. That's good positive I energy. Anything, I, I guess if anything, I can talk about, you know, SC winning, but, you know. We'll get into that. That actually let it hold me back. Speaking of that, Jack, we're going to get into our college football uh, rewind. When we say rewind, we're just going to rewind our two favorite teams on this panel, at least, Oregon and USC. So let's get to that right now. All right, getting into our Oregon versus Stanford re- recap. The Oregon Ducks took care of business, put the beat down on the Stanford Cardinal, 35-14. to 14. Pretty impressive win, uh, home win, first game of the season. Really didn't – I mean, I really didn't watch too much of this game. I really wasn't too invested in it. I mean, I watched it, but I wasn't watching it like a an Oregon student, a former Oregon student. Um, so let me ask you guys this. I mean, do- Oregon looked pretty dominant. Were there any weaknesses that you guys noticed in in their games? Uh, honestly, I I think I think at times the defense didn't look too great. If you want to know the truth, I think right now that at least looking off of game one, like that's the weakness of the team. Like I think the offense flew, was was pretty fluid. Um, it definitely took them a little time to like fully get going. It's also game one um, and all that stuff. So um, there's definitely some holes in the defense, but um, I mean. You can't expect perfection game one. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, I, didn't, I didn't really see too much, but, I mean, it definitely wasn't perfect. Yeah, I agree with that. I think one, a big one coming into this game was to see how our O-line was going to do just because we lost every everyone on our O-line. But um, they, did, they did pretty well, mm-hmm. really well, actually. C.J. Verdell had uh, 105 yards and a TD. They had 269 yeah. rushing yards altogether. So that's a big stat. That's it's a big for their confidence to the line, too going, for sure. going in later into the season, you know. Like if they would have had a, a iffy week one, like yep. it could have just I don't know, could have stalled some uh, progress for him. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean just you guys look 
firing on all cylinders again. Your uh, receiving core is pretty much the same receiving core as last year. Um, yeah, you guys look pretty good. I mean, granted, Stanford is kind of um, – I was going to take it nicely, but, yeah, I mean. <laughs> they're pretty bad. They didn't they're have their, their starting their quarterback. Their top receiver yeah. is like a roommate. So that's that's why – at times, it's like yeah, their kicker they're, couldn't make it field goal. Their kicker should be cut from the football team. Their kicker, the fact that that man got a scholarship to play football in college is disgusting. He was bad. I never thought. Reminded me, he, of let, he let his nerves get to him. Our kicker last year was freaking awful, bro. He's the yeah. same one this year. It's just we haven't had I a good kicker. Everybody thought bro. Schneider was good too. He was average. He couldn't make a field goal over like thirty-five yards. I'm like that's not a good kicker. Like. Camden Lewis, bro. So who does Oregon have next week? You guys got yeah, Washington State Wazoo. next week. Ooh, could be a good game. No, we're yeah. chilling. We're chilling. Uh, Wazoo. You guys are now ranked 11th. Um, That's fair. Creeping up to the top 10. So uh, I mean, uh, I still don't think the pack a team, you know, a team from the pack is going to the playoffs. But I mean, if you guys just totally roll through the conference, maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean, it really be. just depends on how how bad we're beating these teams too. Yeah, like if we're deep. winning, if we're winning every game by three touchdowns, then that's gonna make us. Like it'll put it'll have we'll have a better resume for sure. Yeah. Transitioning into uh the USC game. The USC game had me hot. And um, you know, I think all four of us were watching it. We were live texting, you know, we were all talking about it. Um yeah, so this is a uh, everything that I said in um the last episode, the Pac twelve uh review or the Pac twelve preview, I was a hundred percent right. This is the same USC team as uh last year. The offensive line is still not very strong. Defense is a little bit better. Um, USC struggled to make adjustments, but, you know, um, they got the win. I At some point, you know, this is going to sound really bad. At some point during the game, I was like, all right, if Arizona State's already up 10 points, just just beat the hell out of us, please. So, uh, <laughs> so we could, you know, move on to the next game and get a, get a new, new head, head coach. coach. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you wanted to say. Yeah, I mean, you were hoping crazy for the game. blowout. You were I mean, I was just hoping, blowout, just hoping for like a decisive win from ASU. But you know, I'd I'll take the win. I mean, I, this is like that's the type of game that Clay right, wins. Right? That's how Clay wins. Is he just does enough teams to win the game? Oh man, uh, yeah, ASU like pretty offense, much blew that. I don't even. Uh, they one hundred percent blew it, bro. First of all, I mean, USC just got really lucky. USC should have actually won that game by more. You know, they fumbled the ball in the red zone like two or three times, and then um, you know, they threw a pick in the red zone as well. And they just look really sloppy offensively, which is supposed to be the strong point of the team. But uh, I don't know. This is just how Clay wins games, man. He just does enough. Yeah, but those, and, you know, they, those kind of things, those kind of things, you can't blame on the head coach, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I understand no, that. Yeah. I understand that. But I'm more pissed off at the fact that this is the same exact team as last year. Like the offensive line getting bullied by ASU. And granted, well, first of all, shout out Marvin Lewis and Antonio Pierce. That that defense at ASU is like really, you know, they're pretty underrated. Uh, we were all talking about that. I think but, um, ASU is they have rated, bro. They should be ranked, or they should have been ranked going into. They should be ranked. There are some pretty bad ranked teams right now, or teams that you didn't even know <laughs> played Division One football. But um, yeah, this is some teams, man. I mean, I, <laughs> look at all the teams who are not ranked right now. ASU is not ranked. Uh, a couple of Big Ten schools, I guess you could probably put in there. You know, USC got over the big hurdle, so let's see. They got to get better from here. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what they can do. Uh, just don't let me down, man. 
every game is a different animal, like Halligan used to say. <laughs> <laughs> different Honestly, animal. I hope I hope they can just they need to play better. So I hope they learn from this for sure. But um, that's that. Let's get into our NFL preview uh, right now. We're gonna make a little change to how we do these games. We're not gonna cover at all some of these games so we can spend more time on the games that we actually care about. Uh, so starting off, let's just get into it. You know, starting off with Jack and Ryan's uh, Chicago Bears. So they lost to the Titans 24 to 17. Ryan was heated. He was texting us about Nagy running a trick play or something. So, um, you know, I really didn't spend a lot of pay a lot of attention to this game. So I'm going to just let you, uh, Jack, no vent. This is a safe space. Jack, have the floor. <laughs> Me have the floor? Yeah, I'll let you go Man. for it. I don't need. This is a safe space, boys. Just let it all out. At the end of the day, I mean, there's not much to say other than the fact that, like Ryan was talking about before, you know, the offense has even what you never thought could happen is that it's gotten worse. You know, with I, you know, we thought, I think that's another thing that CJ was talking about. One of the things that we do is that uh, we thought Nick Foles was going to be God when he came in, um, and he's proved. Before you before you say anything else, he threw for 335 yards and two touchdowns. Am yeah. I missing something I mean, here? I mean, just looking called, at the stat line. It's garbage time. It's like Dak Prescott's Ooh. stats, bro. Ooh. Like, Ooh. Taking to Dak Prescott. <laughs> Kicking a man when he's down, I well, see. I, I'm not Literally. Kidding. I mean, Dak Prescott himself said, I don't really care about these stats. We're not winning games. And, like, it's kind of okay. true. Like, that's why in fan- Dak's fantasy value is so high, too, because, like, fourth quarter they're always losing so they throw the ball 40 times anyways jack keep going yeah and then that's another thing i feel like the 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 bears like like in the fourth quarter it's almost like they finally like loosen up you know like hmm. some some teams it's like also in basketball like have you ever seen a team down by like 20 but then they'll start jacking up threes like loosely and they'll start going in like that's the bears they start just saying like, "Oh, like where the pressure's not on, like we can play it a little bit looser. Like if I have to take some risk, then it'll work out." But I don't know. It, it just seems like they are a fourth quarter team, but they got to learn how to just be free and easy with it from the start. You know, like obviously take games seriously, but you know. Uh, so let me ask you guys this, right? Simply put, what is the what is wrong with the Bears right now? Because their defense seems to be doing really well. Or not really well, but they're on the field a lot. So, you know, uh, but they're doing you're not enough. It's a solid defense. So what's wrong with the offense? What's wrong with the offense? Oh, my God. You opened a whole can of worms. You want me to go in on this? or Just go in, man. The floor is yours. What is wrong with the offense? Where do I start? They're undisciplined. They love to get penalties. They, they love to just stall their own drive. Um, my veterans, guys like Jimmy Graham, they, they just, I, it, I mean, I like, this was the first time where I, I actually, I, I turned the Bears game off for a little bit because it was so bad. It like the play calling atrocious, throw it out, throw it out the window. The offensive line, we, they're entirely injured. It, there's two starters and both of them are banged up. Um, so they're playing with a bunch of backups, um, for, for the circumstances they did okay. But I mean, at that point throw them throw them to the side they were bad uh run game non-existent uh nick Foles, uh big dick nick is no longer he can't stand in the he, he doesn't step up in the pocket and throw 
oh, little he, dick Nick. He he throws off his back foot. He's scared to get hit. He 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 won't run. He's not mobile. Uh, you know he's very streaky and like if you look at look look Nick Foles' greatness, like his peak is so high. Like he can be the best quarterback in the league, or he can be the worst quarterback in the league. And when you and, and when you look at Nick Foles' career, everybody says he's very streaky, right? And so, and that that's true. And when you actually look at his career and and really dive into it, every time that he's been named the guy, every time that he's been named the starter, he has not been a good quarterback. He's he's an underdog. He's an underdog in, in guy. Philadelphia when he was named the guy, he was bad. In Jacksonville, named the guy, he was bad. In Chicago, yeah. when he was named the guy, he was bad. But every time he comes in as like a reliever role, and he he doesn't feel that pressure of being the guy, he's like he's this amazing quarterback. And so like like uh, Jack was saying, it's like in the fourth quarter they like finally get loose and there's like no pressure. It's like well we don't have anything to lose because we're coming from behind. Like Nick needs to have that energy all the time of like there's nothing to lose here. Like I know I'm good because we know how That's- good Nick Foles can be. That's why Trubisky is great because he's just oh, like okay. everybody thinks I'm awful. So let me <laughs> just sling this stop, thing around. Stop now! And stop now! I mean, like I want to see Trubisky out there because, like, this is what I heard. Right? I heard that offensive line is it awful. Is. Right? But Nick is like six five and can't move. Right? So I think it would make sense to put Trubisky, who's got some mobility. Right? I mean, just so you can like do some different things, like move the pocket around. Well, you know. Run some run plays. That's what they did is at the beginning of the game, like, for example, bro, like that trick play that I was talking about. So first drive of the game, uh, they're, they're quick passes. They're getting Nick Foles out of the pocket. They're getting him in rhythm. I think he started the game like eight for eight or something. Like they were making good passes. He was on fire. And then Nagy, like rather than sticking to what's working or like third and one, or like, it's like fourth and inches. Rather than just doing a QB sneak with a six foot 10 quarterback, you're running some trick run play with a sus offensive line that hasn't been proven to like be able to run the ball like that like that doesn't make sense and like they literally show the play and the offensive lineman whiffs like literally whiffs <laughs> so it's it's just a whole culmination of stuff and like when it's flowing yeah the bears offense is good they have receivers like Allen Robinson who's a top 5 receiver and in my eyes bro you put Allen Robinson on a roster like with Drew Brees at quarterback Patrick Mahomes you're looking at arguably the best receiver in the league. That's that's my opinion. A lot of people would disagree with that. It was like D Hop and like Michael Thomas, but Allen Robinson would be getting those stats if he had a quarterback like that. And so it just like it, it's just the whole like like when you ask like what's wrong with the offense, like it's so easy to point fingers, but it's like they just got to start from the beginning and like start from like the fundamentals and like move forward. And the first thing of that is by being disciplined. And then once you're disciplined, then you can start doing trick plays. Then you can start like the whole but that, so but but that's not what Nagy's about. Nagy's about creativity. Yeah, but you can still be I'm just playing. I'm just playing. creative and so like the thing is is people say Nagy's all about creativity yet his play calling isn't really creative. You know what? I have noticed a trend in my football fandom. These creative quote uh these creative coaches quote unquote um are kind of hard-headed, you know, like Lane Kiffin. Um, yeah, they're stubborn, and they run, and they run dumb plays at, like, really bad times. So I feel like, you know, he reminds me so much of Kiffin. Um, the fact that he's, like, whenever 
the fan base calls for a coach to give up a, their play calling duties, like that's how you know you're not a good coach because Gase gave up his play calling duties today. Or my yeah. thing with with the Bears' offense too is like I think such a big thing for them is they need to have things like that gives them confidence because like you see guys out there like they're frustrated, bro. Like the receivers are like shaking their heads, walking off to the side like alone, like. That offense is frustrated that like plays aren't being executed and things aren't working. Like, and David Montgomery getting concussion now. Like, we might be without a legit running back next week. To me, like, what I don't understand is like we finally have a kicker in Cairo Santos. When you get in field goal range with an offense that's struggling, rather than going for it on fourth and one or fourth and inches, why are you not kicking it, getting points, and letting the offense feel good? Because when you consistently have zero points and, like, let's say you don't get these fourth downs like they did in Carolina, it's not just defeating for the offense. It's defeating for the defense, too, because the defense is what's keeping them in the games. And, like, they literally feel like they have to do everything. You know how exhausting it is to, like, go back on that field and be like, damn, the offense couldn't convert again? Where, like, if you could just get three points – like, if you look at that at that Bears game, it's one of those drives that they didn't convert fourth down on when they were in field goal range. Like that change, if if they kick field goals, like they either lose by one point or they're or they win. So like those those are big points in a game where like they love to come back at the end. But like it's also kind of momentum changers. Like defense gets a stop on fourth down. Now the other team's feeling good. So I, I don't know, man. It, it like that's his last game, but it's like a whole grand scheme of things. Um, I hope that they turn it around for the sake of sake of the players um, and the sake of that offense, like in the team, just because like you can tell that they're frustrated. Um, defense has high hopes and stuff, but like, I mean, it's it's tough watching your team and and you see your your best players like Alan Robinson or like rookie Darnell Mooney like just just pissed on the sideline. That, like, yeah, I feel free, bro. Anyways, moving on, uh, we got an entertaining game. We have the Buffalo Bills beating the uh, Seattle Seahawks 44-34. Uh, I got a lot of takeaways from this game. Number one, and I want you guys to let me know how you feel about it. Josh Allen is back, and he's an MVP candidate, and uh, he could lead a – he's very well – or let me say that. Let me take that back. Very capable, more than capable of taking this team to the Super Bowl. Uh, 31 for 38, 415 yards and three touchdowns. He looks like if you guys were to just watch the highlights, this guy looks so comfortable in that pocket. I don't know if it's because Seattle's defense is just awful or because their line is so good or I don't know. He's just a stud. I'm, I'm a fan now. What do you guys think? I mean, didn't I, I think at the beginning of the year, what did I rate him? Like the fifth best quarterback or like fourth best? You didn't have him in no, there. I, I, I or you might have had him in a five, five. I think five. I think we questioned as around him being in a five. I think. Yeah. I think I maybe put him on. Anyways, Josh Allen is a good quarterback. Um that that Buffalo team's legit, man. They're gonna they're do you think they do you think they're Super Bowl? I think uh, I think they're Super Bowl capable. They definitely are. Oh. Do I think I think they'll get bounced in the first oh, round. Really? I, I don't know about I, I, they'll make the playoffs for sure. They'll win the they'll win the division. I, I don't think know they're about the bounce though. That defense is nice though. That defense is nice. It's not Pittsburgh nice, but I mean they got a good secondary. They got a pretty solid defensive line. Um, you know I'm a I fan. Think it too, uh, I think it depends on their matchup in the playoffs. Yeah, too. That too. Um, also on the Seattle side, uh, Russ 390 yards. He had uh, two touchdowns and two picks though. 
that defense. No, he played yeah, terrible, he bro. Two picks. He played. He had a so fumble. Bad. That line. I mean, that line. He had two fumbles and two picks. I'm pretty sure he played terrible. Ball, at least. Probably the worst game I've worst ever game seen him play. Far, really? By far. Yeah, so far. One hundred percent. Like that game alone might have knocked him out of like the MVP. Whoa. Not race. Not race, but like the front okay. runner. In my right, but this defense is awful, dude. Forty-four points in an NFL game, you allow. That's pretty bad. Uh, they need to make some make some changes. Um, so it's tough. It's tough out here. But do you guys still think Seattle's like a Super Bowl contender? I mean, they've lost to two pretty good teams. I mean, Arizona and now Buffalo. Do you guys still see them like with how bad their defense is? Do you still think they can? I think they're Super Bowl capable, just like the Bills. I mean, last I think last uh, last episode I said their defense is what's going to hold them back. Yeah, um, yeah. It's basically right what it like come December you can't put up forty four points in a playoff game and expect to win. So, but I think they still have a chance, especially, especially if, they if, definitely if have a chance Russ cooks and then that defense lets up forty four points. That's another story. But he was not cooking last week. Dude, DK had a quiet. And they still put up 34 yeah. points, which is crazy. Quiet 108 yards. Did you guys, did you guys see that he, uh, he went to like patent or trademark the uh, the, the saying "Let Russ cook"? Yeah, he, he put it out. There, but he's he's I, like it's at he's. I mean, Russ being a good guy, this is like classic, like in a good way. He uh, he's trademarking the saying or whatever, and he's like, I don't know, putting it on like you know, cooking aprons and, like, other, like, shirts and stuff. And then in, like, Seattle stores, they're, like, selling it. And, like, all the proceeds are going to a foundation. Like, a I forget what the foundation the is. Um, but it's, some, it's something really cool for, like, for people, yeah. like, all the money. It's, like, not even for, like, him. He's just, like, doing it so that he can, like, raise money for like, a, a foundation that he, he cares about. Yeah, Russ is definitely That's my cool. one of my favorite players. He's definitely my favorite player in the NFL. Um for sure. Just a good guy. Good guy, Russ. All right. Did you guys watch the Chargers and Raiders at all? I mean, you lit. I did. All right, Scotty. Let's hear it, man. So Herbert is what now uh, as a starter? I'm just playing. I mean, he's one in six. I'll say that. But I don't know. It's another heartbreaking a heartbreaking loss for the Chargers. Very heartbreaking. Um, but Herbert had another 300-yard game. He had, what, two touchdowns? Keenan Allen had over 100 yards and a touchdown. You know, I, I think I said this last episode, but Keenan Allen, I think Herbert revived Keenan Allen's career. He because he was on, like, a, he was trending down for sure with Phillip Rivers. And with Herbert back here, and he targets Keenan Allen so much. And I feel like once Eckler comes back, which should be next week or the week after, within the next two weeks, like, that offense is just going to be rolling. Mm-hmm. But it's just bad coaching. Um, their defense, I think they were down Joey Bosa. But when ah, does Tyrod come back? Tough. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> he was in there. He was in there for like a drive. Because Herbert got oh, hurt. He did? All right. Yeah. Ryan. I mean, Scott, what was the statistic? Herbert's the first to like. What was oh, that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me pull this up for you. Okay, when Scott's pulling this up, I have another important question for you guys. And. Involving the Chargers, how do we feel about those dark blue uniforms? I like, like them. Those are fresh. I think I like the powder blue and gold better. I don't know, like the white, powder, white and gold, powder blue, and gold. The dark blue just doesn't fit. You know, it's just no. It definitely fits, dude. I don't know. It was sick. I mean, it's not the right blue, but it's still a sick blue. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders. Okay, we All need right. to talk about the Raiders too. Before you bring up that stat. Oh, actually, you know what? All right, go ahead. 
Go ahead. Actually, yeah. The Raiders are going to make the playoffs, guys. And Oakland is Oakland is legit. I mean, Oakland. they're gonna they're gonna win more games than. Yeah. Sorry, not Oakland. You're right. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, they win all the games that they need to win. Um, rewrite the record books. Justin Herbert is the only quarterback in NFL history to throw for 1,500 yards passing, 15 passing touchdowns in the first six career games. What happens when you have Pro some weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can you say that again, Jack? That's what happens when you have some weapons around you. There you go. No, 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 no. no, no it's no, true. No. Come on how, is now? How, how is that not? How, how is that not true? You're telling me. You're telling me Tyrod Taylor would put up these numbers with this same offense. Tyrod's got a baby arm, bro. Come on now. He's a running quarterback. Herbert, Herbert, he's a strong or a strong arm quarterback, Dang, and he bro. throws dots. That's something Tyrod dots. can't do. He can't throw dots. Yeah, you're right. No. Herbert's better. I all that yeah, I said, all better. I'm saying, and is he's got he weapons. Has, he has weapons. And he's got it's, weapons. it's going to the topic of CJ's trying to bring in Darnold into this. That's what I'm not. I literally did not say his yeah, name. Yeah, we knew that's where you were going. Jack Jack was the one who brought it up. Anyways, if Sam Arnold, if Sam Darnold was in Herbert's shoes, he still wouldn't be playing on numbers like this. One hundred percent. Maybe one. Hey, maybe not. But they wouldn't be one in five. Hey, how do you know? They may be I only six, know, bro. That, to be <laughs> bro. You, bro. I don't know about that. Oh my that. gosh. The last we had we had we were getting the ball punt re- we what was it we fumbled a punt well, hold return, up hold up bro. hold up you said we the Chargers oh, okay. the Chargers right. fumbled oh, a punt return and that 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 drive would have been huge because I'm pretty sure the Raiders they had a freaking they scored a field goal off of it so if we would have drove down the field and we could won they they oh, could have won Scotty. the game he flipping he flipping. <laughs> I'm not flipping hey, my team's eight and zero. I'm not flipping. I'm a Herbert fan. I want you to know, see the Chargers succeed. You know, there's no team that has started eight and zero that has won the Super Bowl. Ooh. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. First round, come on. Anyways, like, what is your guys' assessment on Las Vegas? Uh, I think that they're a pro. Uh, sorry, pro bowl team. team. They are a pro bowl team. All right, Jack. But they're a playoff team. I can see them making a run because you know a lot of people take them kind of lightly. Uh, they just get the job done. I mean, they beat. They beat. Kansas City, and they take down. Who else did they take down? That was pretty good. They took down the Saints, who laid, who had a they're, they're too, know, beat down the Bucks. They're too year. inconsistent for me to say that yet. I gotta see them. <sighs> they're my a few more games suck. in when like there's a, a legitimate chance of them making the playoffs. So I feel like that. I feel that. Like can yeah, flip a switch and like lose the next eight games. <laughs> Scotty. I was just going to say their offense is kind of suspicious in my opinion. Like they rely on Josh Jacobs very heavily. He normally averages, he averages in like mid twenties in touches. I think he had 31 rushes last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. He doesn't do much with his rushes. Like barely, like I think he's averaging like maybe two, three yards a carry. I mean, and Derek Carr. eh. Very interesting. All right. He's I moving on. uh, This is actually probably the, the game of the week. Uh, the Miami Dolphins beat the Cardinals 34 to 31. Um, the story, the main story is Tua versus Kyler. This is like, if you were watching this game or if you're not, if you're new to football and you don't, you're just listening to the podcast cause it's us. Uh, yeah. Kyler and Tua are the future of the NFL. Um, you know, but I was watching the highlights. Tua's throwing dots. Kyler's throwing dots. This is the future. I mean, Kyler, this is not Kyler. Tua, this is like his second start. Uh, first start, I don't even really count that Rams game as a start because 
it was barely on the field because you know shout out Jerry Goff, but uh, Tua was uh looked really good today or in or on Sunday, uh, threw for two hundred forty eight yards and two touchdowns, pretty impressive. Got everybody involved. I mean, they don't really have like the best weapons, but you know, got them involved, did enough to win. So, you know, what's your guys' assessment on on Tua and Kyler? I like them both. I really like Kyler. I just traded him for a haul in fantasy a couple weeks ago. You regret it? Um, I don't regret it because I got DK out of All it. Right. And I got faith in Herbert. But I, I really like watching Kyler. Um, Tua looks really good. I think his NFL comparison coming into his rookie year was Drew Brees, and I see that a lot in his game. He's very smart. He's a very smart yeah. player. He's actually more mobile. So I, think, I think it'll translate for sure. Yeah, he looked good. He was getting out of the yeah, pocket. Given his hip injury, he looked really comfortable, you know, rolling out and and moving around. Uh, I mean, I agree. Like, I, I think he looked really good. Um, I I hope that he didn't return too quick with a hip injury for, like, the sake of him and his career. Um, I mean, Miami was 4-3. and three. I think it was a little – I think last episode me and Scott were saying it was, like, a little sus that they brought him in. Like, there was no reason to, at least. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It was very premature. So, I mean, he balled opinion. out. He like good. He played well. I think we're seeing, like, just a little snippet of what he what he has to offer and, like, what he's going to bring, especially through his NFL career. Um, so, I mean, I just I, – I hope for his sake that he stays healthy, which I'm, I'm sure, like, they're pretty confident that, you know, he's 100%. And, you know, um, I, like like you said, that's, those two quarterbacks are part of the future of the league. So – It'll, it'll be let me ask you this let me ask you this uh you got to start one you got to bench one you got to cut one all right here you go oh god yeah, you know where this is going <laughs> I know you know where this is going. going all right we got tua starting herbert tua kyler and herbert let's go no all right i'm starting kyler for sure okay. benching herbert and cutting tua Dude, I'm starting Herbert, benching Kyler, cutting. Whoa, whoa, Jack. I'm going to go with Scott on this one just because I think Tua is too early to call at this point, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm but, being a little biased here. But the thing but... is here, the thing is, is Kyler has that, it, like the NFL is definitely trending in a in a sense of that type of quarterback, you know, that that's the more yeah. successful type. Dual yeah, threat. the dual threat QB. So Herbert, yeah. great QB, but as far as someone, oh, who, Herbert's pretty mobile. Yeah, but Kyler's just not, not in the same sense. Turnover prone. But the thing is, though, is like that's why I chose Herbert. I but. think that Kyler. I mean, Kyler's putting up like really good numbers. The man can run. I, he reminds me. I mean, obvious comparison is Lamar Jackson, sure. just because they're so quick. And uh, but he can throw bombs like he can throw. He's so accurate, you know. That deep ball, Patrick Mahomes, like ease of like just a sixty yard bomb, slings. I you know, I regret asking this question because you know it's kind of tough. And I I I want to let I want everybody to know, Scotty and Ryan, I'm off the Herbert hate train. The guy is legit. The guy is legit. But uh, every time he loses a game, I will not hesitate. To, <laughs> you know, he... It's not him losing games, CJ. What you fail to see is that Herbert is putting his team in the best situ- best position to win a game. Every week, six weeks straight, seven weeks it's straight. It's unfortunate, you know. It's coaching. Yeah. It's coaching. 
it's stupid freaking i don't know bro. anthony lid fumbled it's just like it's yeah. just so frustrating like i'm so mad and i'm not even a freaking chargers yeah. fan it's crazy i'm gonna go it's crazy. i'm gonna go i honestly think guys i know you're gonna hate me for it but i just think Tua has way more potential than herbert i know herbert's got the physique and he's got the arm um but i gotta go i don't even know i might want to cut kyler now i don't know Man, really? I mean, Let's good. go quick. All right, we'll go. We'll go. Kyler to a right. Herbert. Start Kyler. Bench to a just right now. But it's close. it's close. It's close. It's close. It's close. Well, so there were there were a few there were a know. few plays that Tua had that were like it, what was it the one where he like ah uh, man what I don't even remember the, what happened the bomb to there was the bomb but then there was also when he escaped through the pocket you know evaded all the Cardinals players ended up running for like twenty yards or something like that you know especially with the hip yeah. injury I mean I think he he looked extremely mobile during that and he looked fine so you know what I just thought about this I think that this draft class is gonna be what when did Darnold get drafted twenty seventeen yeah eighteen 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 that that class where they had like four or five QBs, they like broke the record for like QBs in the first round. That had like such high praise. But I think this draft class is going to be like like these are like true franchise QBs. Whoa, in my hold opinion. up. Herbert, hold up. Herbert, man. Joe Burrow, and Tua. Hold up, but you got like those three. You got you got Lamar, you got Josh Allen. Oh Baker, Baker, yeah. I mean Baker, Baker, we Sam Darnold. Seen, those were the we first haven't seen what Darnold does with a good team. Those were the first two quarterbacks off the board. Dar- first ba- two quarterbacks this year. Overrated, but we haven't been able. Darnold to, gets an ass. We, we haven't bro. been able to Darnold see. Gets an we ass, haven't bro. been able to No, no, no. His team is ass. He's balling out. No, Darnold oh, gets an ass. No, 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 no. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. This is the future of the league. So once Rodgers. And Breeze and Brady retire, and Ben, you know, this, we have a the league's in good hands for sure, bro. Like I, I was imagining this Herbert on the Steelers. Oh, <laughs> that offense would. Oh my gosh, bro, Scotty, wake up, wake up, Scotty. That, that, that'd be so fun to watch. Right. So fun speaking of watch. the Steelers, let's get into this, Scotty. The Steelers are eight and zero. You know what? I'm gonna keep the hype down a little bit just because this. I mean, a win is okay, a win. Right. We are still undefeated. We are still 8-0. But this was an ugly game. This game was so ugly. And the Cowboys' offense was actually moving down the field. And this, the Pittsburgh's defense is like one of the top three defenses in the league. And they had their fourth-string quarterback putting yeah, that up 250 yards. Yeah. He, re- he kind of revived that offense. But, I mean, they have Andy Dalton I coming back next week. I would – I'm I would go with, with Gilbert, Gilbert. Honestly, I would too. Yeah, like shoot, the CD had 71 yards. Cooper had a good game. Like their Zeke receivers were getting involved. Zeke, yeah. I'm like real <laughs> buttered about the whole Zeke situation. Bro. I mean, it just has to do with their O line too. Yeah. Their O line is very injured. You know, they lost who's their left tackle, Tyron yeah. Smith. Smith. All right, something like that. God, like I Gosh, asked earlier, man. no team that's been eight zero has won the Super Bowl. How do we feel about that? Until until the twenty twenty year. Hold up. Okay. So we are good. Scott, are you nervous? We are making Scott, are you nervous at all? Like, do you think if you're if you're a sealer or like did you did your weaknesses get exposed or was this just like an off game? Because you know you are playing seventeen I mean, just, games I, or sixteen games in the season, right? So you know. 
I think that we just couldn't finish our drives. Like, I mean, they went up 10 nothing, something. I don't know. They were, they were up, and we didn't score until the second quarter. Yeah. So we just couldn't finish drives, I, I felt like. But, I mean, Ben, if you look at the stat line, like Ben threw over 300, t- 300 yards and three touchdowns. Damn. So, like, stat-wise, it looks they look good, but, I mean, it just didn't. I don't know. It, it looks a lot worse than what the stats are showing. Okay. Interesting, interesting. I mean, look, you got Juju back involved, six catches for 93 yards and a tud. Deontay and Claypool, you guys got a scary receiving core from the future. Um, yeah. You got Who do you guys got next week? I think the Jaguars or Bengals, one so of the two. Then back-to-back, right? So, yeah, you guys should be, you know, 10-0. You should be 10-0. Going into yeah, Baltimore. Tony, games. don't sleep. Bengals. Yeah, we got Bengals. Don't sleep week. on the Bengals. What's there to? What's there? I'm not tripping about the <laughs> Bengals, be. bro. I'm not tripping about Joe Burrow. I'm not worried about Joe Mixon or Giovanni Bernard Joe, or the Bengals. Not that good. They are garbage. But Joe Burrow, I like. I want to see how he does next week. Scott, Scott, what do you think the Steelers are going to end up record wise? Like, you think they're going to go like 14 and two or something, or what? I mean, let me look at our schedule. You got the. Like, I know we played the Bills. That's what I think. I mean, Ravens and Bills, those I project as losses. I don't know who else we're playing. So I'll I'll read it off. You got Cincinnati next week. You got Jacksonville the week after that. Baltimore, okay. The the Washington football team, Buffalo, Cincinnati again, the Colts, and the Browns. So I mean, the Bills game could be a loss. Um, And then I I could also see the Ravens game be a loss. The Colts game could be a loss. All right, yeah, so – I'm thinking we win next week against the Bengals. We all right. Actually, in my opinion, we're going to split one of these next two, three weeks. So we might lose one or two games in the next three weeks, and then uh, I think we'll finish thirteen. I think so too. That was my prediction. Like I think we'll lose Baltimore, we'll lose Buffalo, and then one of these games we're supposed to win, we'll lose. Interesting, but yeah, I think they're still. I think for sure, without a doubt, I think. They got to be the best team. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, bro. They're not. We're going to put them behind Kansas City. I'm a big Steelers fan. I love my Steelers. We're undefeated. We're 8-0. But the Kansas City Chiefs are still number one. I got to agree with you. They have to be. They have to be. They have to be. I don't – honestly, I don't know, like, how you put the Steelers above the Chiefs. Oh, my God. I'm already thinking about that AFC AFC championship game. If if, – Kansas City and Pittsburgh meet up. Whew, that offense versus that defense. Yeah. It's be crazy. My God. Entertaining. And it, yeah. Oh, man. We all need that. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Uh, last game. Uh, last game that we need to cover here. Uh, really disappointing game. The uh, New Orleans Saints smacked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38-3. to uh, I'm going to go out and say this. Brady looked goffish. I'm not necessarily goffle, but he's goffish. So, like, oh, God, that pick. Oh, first of all, they started off the game, like, their first four possessions were uh, three and outs. And then one of them was a pick. Um, it was just bad. It was just, I mean, the picks that he threw, the offense was, like, really like really bad. But, um, you know, they're 0-2 on the season against uh, New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints. But I think in the, in the playoffs, if they were to see them again, I'm taking Brady 10 times out of 10. I just think he's got it like that. And New Orleans, say it, Jack. You like to call out teams that choke in the playoffs. Oh, New Orleans definitely chokes in the playoffs. But let me add the fact that 
Tom Brady is now have now has five interceptions against New Orleans this season. Ooh. Five interceptions and the Saints two also touchdowns. Booty rest. Yeah. In the playoffs. yeah. Come on. Come on. The Saints, the Saints choke. Not okay, yes, Rams the Rams game, did one of them. The Rams won, yes. I understand that. But and Minnesota. Yeah. What happened in the Minnesota? Minnesota Miracle was something else. That was not the ref. That was that, that, that was that was partly that was partly ref, but then also just absolutely Minnesota Miracle, game. bro. That that thing was wild. Anyways. What about the Minnesota loan last year? You know, everybody had the Saints in the Super Bowl. And they went and lose in the first, you know, their first game against Minnesota. Like, come on now. They've been, they've like, definitely they always, struggled in the playoffs the past few years. And they talked themselves up too. So I mean, they have, they're yeah. bound to, bound to, you know, it's gonna happen. I think. Unfortunately, it's I think just, this is Breeze's last season. It's just like Green Bay. I think he's got. I, if he wins, if if he wins the Super Bowl, catch him, catch him analyzing on Sundays. That's Peyton well, yeah, Manning. Right but, but do you think that he retires? If Tom Brady is number one in touchdowns, no. do you think that he retires? I think honestly, they're very competitive people. I think they'll just keep going. They'll play for ten, I'm play for ten more years if they need to. I mean, t- I mean, Tom is forty three. He's going to be in the league for at least another well, two or three years. I think Tom. I think Drew maybe another two years. So we got we got to see what happens to Tom yeah, after two years. this year. But if Brady wins the Super Bowl, if yeah. if, if uh, yeah. sorry, Breeze wins the Super Bowl this year, he retires. You got I can to. see that. Yeah. So, so, so back to this game. Do you guys, uh, you know, like, are you concerned? I mean, Tampa Bay had so much hype going into this game. This game was like everybody would have had their eyes on this game at some point. You know, a lot of people were saying Tampa Bay is going to win the Super Bowl because they, you know, beat the crap out of the Packers, and you know, they looked good in the last few weeks. They added AB, and you know, they just, you know, they only ran the ball four times. I think that Isn't might have been crazy? in the first quarter too. Isn't that crazy? Bro, yeah, bro. But my thing is, I'm I'm waiting for Leonard Fournette to take over that backfield. Shut up, it's not, <laughs> not happening. Because I'm in fantasy, and he's outplaying, he's out snapping, outperforming. Ronald they're not Jones. Letting, They're not letting Rojo get the chance. I mean, Rojo can catch passes. The the last three weeks, not including this week, the reason why Ronald Jones isn't getting as many snaps as Fournette is because he's messing up. What is he doing? He's fumbling. Oh, the fumble one. He's time. fumbling yeah, the ball. He's not catching I mean, the, the ball. The guy's a good runner. So they freaking put you know, I, was, I was watching the game last night. It didn't look like Tampa Bay got the run game established. They were just trying to pass it. And, you know, with those receivers, you know, deservedly so. But, you know, you got to let – you have Fournette still at the same time. You have Rojo, who's a very capable running back. Uh, you know, throw – you know, mix in some play action. Brady took – Brady Brady's one of those quarterbacks. He, you know, goffs the same way too. But, you know – when they look very unathletic, they look extremely unathletic. Yeah, the sacks that they take are so unathletic. Because Brady, Brady is unathletic. The man is a spaz. No, it's just, it's it's comical. It's comical. I think that he's like. But, um, I just don't like how they throw the ball on like the three yard line. Every 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 game, bro. For my fantasy purposes, they just they have Leonard Fournette. Stop worrying about his fantasy his head, right Give him the ball. Put his head down. Your freaking score touchdown, bro. They're so worried about freaking. Patting Brady's stats and I, I Scotty is so fantasy driven this year. I am, bro. I have a lot of money. I, I think there's a formula Come to on. beat the Bucks. Like, I think everybody, because of how much talent they have, we just like look at the Bucks as like some unstoppable team, and like teams have clearly figured out a way to beat them. And like the Saints just executed. Like Tampa Bay just looked flat from the get go, and the Saints came out firing yeah. all cylinders. And so, oh, like, yeah, it was a blowout, oh but it wasn't necessarily like. 
Like they only ran. It like, was a well, no, it, it was a blowout, yeah, but it wasn't necessarily ugly. like. Like I don't know. I, I think I think sometimes we give Tampa Bay too much credit, and like they're still. I feel like they're still figuring everything out. Like they're still like in that like process of like we have it figured out, but not all the way. And we just put them on a pedestal so high because they have Brady and all these new pieces, but they got some work to do. I agree with you. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Just when we thought that you know they had it all figured out, you know, you add AB, you know, you beat the Packers a couple of weeks ago. You look good recently. It was kind of disappointing. That's just my opinion. But my last comment before you know we wrap, and you guys can comment on this too. Taysom Hill is a beast. Oh my god. That guy, every team in the league needs a taste of Hill as a Mr. Universal Dude, That guy was catching passes over the middle. He was hurtling you know dudes, I, throwing You know what I was down. thinking about yesterday when I was watching the game? I was like, bro, that's what Tim Tebow could have been if he would have just allowed himself to not just be a quarterback. Facts. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. We had a very good episode today. Talk studs and duds. Got to talk a little bit. Recapped. Uh, USC versus Arizona State and Oregon versus Stanford. And lastly, we recapped week nine of the NFL. Some good action there. Be on the lookout this week for a very entertaining point guard debate. Uh, that's coming from the four of us. It's about to get heated again. So looking forward to that. That's going to do it for today's episode. See you on the next one. Peace.